Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey everybody, welcome into another episode of Future Brew, Michigan football and basketball recruiting podcast here on SB Nation's Maze and Brew Podcast Networks. My name is Vaughn Lozon. Joining me today, John Simmons. John, how you doing? Are you surviving the snow yet? Yes, I'm hunkered down here in my basement, uh, waiting it out. I'm scared to see what it'll look like tomorrow morning, though, when I try to go to work. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm uh, trying to avoid like an apocalypse of sorts yeah. right now. Like it's a zombie apocalypse outside and I'm just, I'm, I'm bunkered in my bedroom right now. I'm just right. going to avoid all of that and just hope and pray that I wake up tomorrow and it is June, but um, <laughs> that ain't going to happen. So uh, for now though, we will uh, just stick to what we got here, Michigan football recruiting. Uh, we've got a big weekend coming up here at the big house with Michigan state coming in. A lot of recruits going to be coming in, but let's talk real quick first about where the assistant coaches went during the bye week. This was Michigan's second bye week of the season. Pretty much all the assistants were out recruiting, uh, including Jim Harbaugh. He was out on the recruiting trail as well, but we'll start right here with uh, one of the commitments already in the 2020 class. That's Zach Zinter, offensive lineman, four-star, Don Brown and Jim Harbaugh. Uh, on the 5th of November, went out and uh, saw him, saw Tyler Martin and uh, Kalel Mullins, who is a, a, another committed prospect there in the 2020 class. So just getting some good work in there early. And Tyler Martin, probably not a name that you're too familiar with. Definitely not a name that I'm familiar with, John. So let, let's turn to you, John. 
talk to me about this guy real quick. What, what what's he about, and and what are they recruiting him for? Yeah, Tyler Martin is uh, Zach Zinter's teammate at uh, Buckingham Brown and Nichols. He's a 2022 guy, so he's a sophomore right now, which is kind of understandable why he's not a familiar name. But uh, Michigan's been on him for a while. He's visited a few times already. He's a inside linebacker. He's already six two and a half, two twenty seven. So he's going to be a thumper, middle of the uh, field type player. I'd say he's already got offers from Boston College and Nebraska and Michigan, uh, you know, Virginia, Vanderbilt. So he's a he's, he's primed to be a big time guy when it's all said and done. But he's obviously got a little bit of a ways to go before he, uh, you know, makes a decision. Um, and also even further in the future. Harbaugh and Don Brown offered uh, Zach Zinter's younger brother, Preston Zinter, who's a 2023 guy. So he's a freshman. He's he's like a tight end, defensive end guy. Um, Still a bunch of time to see where he'll uh, end up. But he's already like 6'2", big like his brother. So he also has the looks to be a a good recruit um, one day. So And with Zinter already committed, I think Michigan's obviously in a good spot. Yeah, most definitely having your brother committed and and then going after his little brother uh, definitely can't hurt, especially if he's projected to be a a nice prospect there in the future, even though he's just only a freshman. But time will tell if he ends up building a a big prospect ranking like what his brother has as a four-star offensive lineman. And Kalil Mullings, another four-star guy that is from that same area. Uh, he's he's been one of the longest recruited guys in this class. I think Don Brown has been looking at him since 2017. So it's it's been a long time that they've been recruiting those guys. But certainly good to see that uh, that that they were out there just supporting those guys and and making sure that they're still strong to their verbal commitment. Which you would imagine that a, a lot of these guys are probably going to sign during the early signing period in December. Uh, but Couple days later, uh, on Thursday the the seventh, uh, Josh Gaddis went out to Hawaii, which must have been uh, terrible to come back to all of this terrible weather when you were just in Hawaii. But it was able to visit with Roman Wilson, another committed prospect in the twenty twenty class, four star receiver, along with his quarterback, who uh, they haven't extended an offer to yet, but probably will at some point. Jaden Delora, he's a three star guy. We talked about him a week or so ago on the podcast. He is Roman Wilson's high school quarterback. And with J.D. Johnson no longer technically in the class for the quarterback, he had to medically retire. You would imagine that Jaden Delora is a quarterback that Michigan is looking at moving forward, especially with them going all the way out to Hawaii to not only visit with him, but probably get a good working relationship going too. Yeah, I'm sure Gaddis was real uh, beat up having to pull that straw to go all the way to Hawaii and then visit California <laughs> for the bye week. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty surprised that Delora didn't get uh, an offer, especially because they offered another one of uh, Roman Wilson's teammates in uh, Titus Mokiao Adimalala. Hopefully, say, say that three right. times yeah. fast. Um, so, and he's a younger guy. I think he's 2022, so he's got a while. Um, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they didn't want to uh, offer offer Delora, then go right the next day and see Stroud and have that like you know hang over it. But um, we'll see. I'm sure they're still going to keep tabs on him um, and see how that goes. But uh, yeah, it's it definitely shows that 
there's definitely a high level of interest if they're willing to spend all the time to go all the way out to Hawaii. Um, so I think that they are definitely are still interested and an offer could be coming, especially if things with Stroud don't go the way they want it to. Yeah, most certainly. You would imagine that an offer might be coming here with uh, Stroud looking to make a decision sooner rather than later. And uh, we'll talk more specifically about him in just a minute. Um, to Titus actually is a, a 2021 prospect. I, I spoke with him. I caught up with him after that offer and, and, uh, I, I asked him, I was like, so do you know Roman Wilson at all? Uh, cause they're not teammates. And, and he texted me a screenshot of him and, uh, and, and just showed me a little bit of the conversation that Ro- Roman Wilson reached out to him after he got offered and, uh, you know, just extended his, uh, his feelings toward Michigan you know, pretty much saying, you know, how how you feeling about Michigan and, and uh, you know, just was being really friendly with him. So it's good to see that uh, Michigan commitments are, are doing that for guys that are just getting offered. But but uh, let's talk about C.J. Stroud real quick, John, because Josh Gaddis and Jim Harbaugh both went out there last Friday to see him in action in his uh, high school football game. This is obviously the big fish that they're trying to land after – J.D. Johnson unfortunately announced his medical retirement, but four-star guy, six foot two and a half, 194 pounds. He's a California guy, um, 133 overall in the uh, 24/7 composite rankings, third, third ranked overall uh, pro-style quarterback. All the crystal balls are still at Ohio State. You would imagine that Ohio State's probably out in front in this recruitment right now, but Michigan's right behind them getting that offer in, having Jim Harbaugh and Gaddis go out there and watch them play. And it's certainly good to see that they have really taken off in this recruitment, so much so that Stroud announced that he's going to be visiting Michigan officially uh, for the same weekend, actually, that uh, his good buddy, cornerback Dorian Green-Warren, is going to be visiting as well, 2024 star cornerback. So certainly good news that both these guys are going to be on campus during the same weekend uh, in, in the first weekend there of December. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's good that Stroud and Green Warren will be there together because I think it's more likely that Green Warren actually comes. He's canceled his visit a few times. He was supposed to come up for the barbecue, um, didn't make it. He was originally going to come up for the game on the November 30th, but rescheduled to the week after. So I think before the news that Stroud would be visiting, I was kind of unsure if he'd even make make it to campus at all. But I think with his good friend being there, it's much more likely that he'll actually go there. And we we obviously know that uh, Michigan needs a good cornerback in this class to pair with Andre Selden. So um, if they can, you know, kind of pitch this uh, package deal to them, get both of these guys to come across the country, uh, it would definitely help big time um, yeah. for sure. And I know a lot of the, the West Coast, uh, recruiting analysts have been saying that even though it's 100% crystal balls to Ohio State, they don't think it's that, uh, you know, sewn up for the Buckeyes quite yet. Um, and so there's still room for Michigan and other schools to operate. I know he's considering like Oregon and Georgia, who Oregon, I know, already has Jay Butterfield, who Michigan went after a while, and he's a top 100 guy. So I don't know how much he wants to be in that class. Um, it's bad enough with Jack Miller and Ohio State. So Michigan's still got the advantage of not having a quarterback yet that they can continue to use in this recruitment. Yeah, they're going to need one too, man. Um, you know, you can't can't leave the quarterback position. Um, you know, you can't you can't leave a void for one recruiting class. 
So they're going to have to get somebody. And CJ is definitely the best one on their radar right now. Whether they're able to land him or not is to be determined. But you've got a month, and it seems like he's pretty open to, to visiting and, and just this entire process in general. So if uh, if Michigan's able to land a commitment from from Stroud with offering so late, getting him onto campus so late, be a pretty good recruiting job from Jim Harbaugh and Josh Gaddis, but uh, we will certainly see how all that plays out. But uh, there are a few other guys that they uh, sent offers out, and the Michigan football program sent offers out to um, during mm-hmm. the bye week. Uh, Javari Ritzy, this uh, strong side defensive end, and uh, let's talk about him for just a sec. He's he's a top uh, 200 guy in the 2021 class. He's ranked 159. Six foot three and a half, two hundred sixty-five pounds. He's from the state of North Carolina, and he's starting to pick up some nice offers here: Auburn, Florida, a few other SEC schools in there, Penn State. So yeah, he's he's a up and coming prospect here that Michigan decided to get uh, in, in involved with as well. Yeah, Michigan did some work on the the Atlantic Coast region. Um, I believe Ed Warner was the one who gave this guy the offer because he was around uh, visiting a bunch of O line prospects too. Um, but yeah, he's definitely an interesting guy. Um, very long, uh, pretty lean. I think he can be a good anchor cause he's already 265 as a junior. I think he can grow yeah. maybe into that 280 and, uh, be the kind of guy who goes after the tight end, like Chris Wormley, Rashawn Gary. Um, but yeah, he's an interesting guy for sure. And Michigan's definitely put in a lot more effort in the Virginia, North Carolina area, um, in 2020 and 2021 so far. So um, they're definitely trying to get guys from down there. Um, that Warner also visited uh, Tristan Lee from Virginia and James Pagorelk from North Carolina, who uh, are both offensive linemen. Pagorelk's a 2020 guy who's going to visit for the Michigan State game this weekend. Um, kind of an under-the-radar guy who just got a bump in the rankings, um, along with Matthew Hibner, who uh, Warner also visited from uh, Virginia. So yeah. He, he definitely uh, got some miles recruiting this, this week. Yeah, he put in his time this week for sure during the bye, visiting all these top prospects and, and some of these guys that are already committed, like you mentioned, Hibner. Um, also visiting with uh, Landon Tengwall, who's probably the, if not the number one offensive lineman prospect they're going after, one of the top offensive lineman prospects that they're going after. In the 2021 class, we've talked about him on the pod before. Him, uh, it's pretty much Michigan, Notre Dame, and Penn State are the top three at this point. Um, you know, it's kind of interchangeable at who's at the top. For him, it seems like one week it'll be Penn State, one week it'll be Notre Dame. Um, you know, so definitely one to keep your eye on there. But now he, he, Ed Warner definitely put his uh, his time in. Uh, this bye week for sure visiting with all those players and um, another guy that got an offer uh, during the bye week Barrett Carter he's a uh, outside linebacker six foot one he's from Georgia he's number 114 overall in the composite rankings number eight outside linebacker number 12 player in the state of Georgia and he's pretty much got every offer at this point that you could possibly imagine with Alabama, Clemson, Auburn, Florida, Florida State, Georgia, LSU, tons of SEC schools, tons of Southern schools, Ohio State also in there, Oklahoma, Notre Dame. So pretty much everybody that you could possibly imagine 
is uh, getting in on him. He's probably going to be one of the top guys, uh, I would imagine, when it's all said and done in the 2021 class. He's well off to a pretty good start there with uh, being 114 overall. So probably a pretty big-time player that they're going after now with uh, Barrett Carter with uh, getting the offer in there. I wouldn't say Michigan's chances are too great here when you go after a Georgia guy with all those offers. Um, The one good thing that could help Michigan is he plays for North Gwinnett, which is where DJ Turner went to high school before he transferred to IMG for his senior year. Um, We know Turner was a really good peer recruiter. Um, So I don't know if they knew each other. They're separated by a couple years. But uh, if anything, that would help a lot. And uh, with Partridge working Georgia, he definitely has won battles there before. But uh, I'd keep the Michigan's chances in check here. Most certainly. And uh, another guy actually that uh, Campanelli visited with uh, last week during the bye, not only was it William Mohan, the uh, Viper of the 2020 class, he also visited with a teammate of his uh, who was also offered by Michigan and quite a bit of Michigan's rivals here. 2021 weak side defensive end, Jazion Harris, Four star guy, 160 overall, six foot four, 215. Uh, both crystal balls so far in favor of Ohio State. Uh, so he's got that Ohio State offer. He's got an offer from Penn State, Michigan State, LSU, uh, Nebraska, Oklahoma. So he's he's picking up some decent offers here as well, especially being a, a, a New York kid. Not many players from the state of New York get ranked this high and get offered uh, by this many really good programs uh, this early in the recruitment with him being a 2021 kid yeah and uh, I think it's fortunate that uh, Michigan has all these commits with a uh, highly ranked teammates that they can also visit while on the same well you know keeping the commitments in check but uh, I think those Ohio State crystal balls are kind of just because Erasmus Hall has been so good for the Buckeyes in the past getting guys like Curtis Samuel from the from the yeah. school lately. So it's kind of just like as soon as Ohio State offered, it was um, why would he go anywhere else? But now I think that Michigan's gotten in there with Mohan. Um, it gives them definitely a better chance. And uh, Mohan actually uh, played well enough last week that uh, 24-7's uh, Brian Doan, their Northeast mm-hmm. guy, was at the game and said that he, he filed um, in a way for him to get uh, elevated in the rankings, which will be nice. Um because he's right on that three, four-star cusp. So um, he could end up earning his fourth star when it's all said and done, which is another feather in the cap of uh, Michigan's evaluations. Yeah, especially considering that a few of their prospects recently got a bump in the rankings. We mentioned Hibner earlier. Um, I actually think that A.J. Henning went down a couple spots, if I'm not mistaken. He's number 90 overall now. Uh, It seems like Blake Corum just keeps going up and up in his rankings as well. Um, So... Jeffrey Percy just got his fourth star. And yeah, I, don't know I was going to mention him as well. Industry put him up there, but yeah. And I think Michigan visited him as well because they offered uh, another one of his teammates, Ross Messiuli, a guard um, at J. Sarah. So I think they definitely visited him as well. And he's another guy that the West Coast guys like Greg Biggins have been saying uh, is having a really strong senior season. So I think that's yeah, good too. No, most definitely. And, and Ross Messiuli. I haven't heard a ton about him. He doesn't have a composite ranking yet, but he's a 6'3", 315-pound offensive guard. Um, 247's got him at 762 overall as of right now, and the profile 
lists offers from Arizona and Fresno State. Uh, so probably not incredibly updated there, but yeah, no, it's 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 great news to see Jeffrey Percy get that fourth star. He is probably uh, one of uh, one of those under the radar prospects that Michigan offers early, and then you just see him blossom late in the late in the recruiting process. And and they've they've done a good job of identifying those kind of guys in the last few classes with uh, Charbonnet being the guy in the last recruiting cycle. Obviously, Percy's not going to jump as high as where Charbonnet was at at the end of his recruitment, but definitely good to see Michigan getting a, a good eye on some of these kids, getting them to commit, and then seeing all the hard work pan out and get that fourth star uh, with Jeffrey Percy. And definitely good to see. You could probably, I, I, I could see a couple more of these kids getting their fourth star. I, I think Hill Green has been uh, a little underrated, in my opinion. I think he could get a fourth star as well. You, you see anybody else getting... A, a recruitment rankings bump here, John. Yeah, I don't know. Michigan has a bunch of guys in that eighty-eight range, like right below four-star. I know um, Cornell Wheeler. He's an eighty-six on twenty-four-seven, which is kind of the outlier here. If he gets just a little bit of a bump from them, he could make it into the four-star range. Um, Aaron Lewis is a four-star on twenty-four-seven, but not the other sites, and he's having having a pretty uh, dominant yeah. senior season. Um, I think he could definitely one in one guy who's like right above four star, um, in Roman Wilson. Um, he's right on the cusp, but on the the higher side, I think he could go up too. Um, because I don't think he got bumped too much after running his uh, was it four three something forty? Yeah. Um, getting timed at that four three seven. Yeah, that was yeah. a while ago too. So I think um, once he gets evaluated again, he could get it. Yeah, that, that was too. quite a while ago, because I remember that when, when 24-7 released that four-star Friday segment that they had, I don't know if they still do that anymore, but but he was one of the... Yeah, yeah Hib- Hibner, Hibner, Oh, okay. It, it, Roman Wilson was one of the first guys yeah. that was on that, that four-star Friday, and uh, he wasn't committed to Michigan at that point in time, but uh, and I think that was like right after Michigan offered him was, was when he got that fourth-star. And uh, now he, he he definitely could be in line too because he's having a good senior season. A lot of these kids from Michigan are having a good senior season. Um, Blake Corum probably being the one guy that you would you know be the outlier of you know he's having a crazy good uh, senior season. AJ Henning as well having a pretty good year, but yeah, Henning's at like twenty five touchdowns. I wonder if he'll get reevaluated too because the junior yeah was kind of what dropped him back down he was a top 50 guy i'm, I'm just hesitant just because usually guys up there don't get have a chance to get moved back up once you're already in the yeah. top 100 but we'll see because he's like 150 on most certainly seven. you could probably see him getting uh, another bump as well but uh i think that was uh i think that was about everybody that that they went and visited john am i missing anybody uh not really. The one guy I wanted to point out who notably did not get a visit is Miles Hinton, who it was news that they weren't visiting him because I think it kind of officially ended Michigan's, you know, run at him. I think after three or four visits to, to uh, the big house with nothing really changing, they realized that it was better uh, coming else, you know, uh, given their pursuits elsewhere. So they chose not to visit him, even though someone was, Definitely in Georgia, you know, author offering uh, Barrett Carter. So um, I think it's 
finally time that we can officially nix the the chances on Michigan getting hit. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not surprised at this, John. I, I never really thought that uh, that they were going to ever really get a, a a big chance to land him or flip him or anything along those lines. I know a lot of readers on our website were were you know uh, in the opposite mindset of that, that that Michigan did have a good chance. But I, I think Michigan at this point, I think they're probably more comfortable going after Andrew Gentry, going after James Pogorelic, um, you know, one of those other guys, as opposed to a kid that, you know, yeah, you do have his brother on your team, but he's been pretty solid to Stanford for pretty much this entire year. I think he committed back in January. So I, I never really thought that they had a good shot of, of flipping him, but it definitely notable, nonetheless, that he did not get a visit, especially with Harbaugh and, and Gaddis over there. Um, or, or wait, was it Harbaugh in, in Georgia? It was. Uh, it was. A no, I think Partridge. It's not yeah. for sure, but I was just guessing Partridge because yeah. he's been Georgia Partridge. in the past. So yeah, I mean, definitely significant that he did not get a visit. But again, I never expected him to flip anyway. So. Um, you know, in my opinion, not a huge deal. I, they can move on, get another offensive tackle if if they so choose to uh, somewhere else, definitely. But I think that'll uh, wrap it up for this segment here. We will come back and uh, finish the podcast by talking some Michigan basketball recruiting. So stick around. We will be right back. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back. We're going to finish our podcast today by talking some Michigan basketball recruiting. And I know by the time that we're this gets posted on maizeandbrew.com that Namari Burnett, five-star guard from Chicago, will have already committed to a program. He is set to commit on Tuesday. He's down to Texas Tech, Alabama, Oregon, and Michigan. It seems right now just the way that the crystal balls are flowing – that he is going to eventually go to Texas Tech. He's got uh, all of the recent crystal ball predictions going to the Red Raiders. John, I'll just ask you this real quick before we move on in this segment. I mean, it, to me, this is a huge loss if, if Juwan Howard's not able to reel in Burnett because he's known him since he was pretty much in diapers. Juwan being, uh, uh, you know, so far being able to connect with the kids, the high-ranked kids, this would be a pretty big loss, in my opinion, if Michigan's not able to get a commitment from him. Yeah, it's pretty disappointing. Like, 
given all the the factors that you brought up with the connections he had with Howard and stuff, um, it just, yeah, it's weird that he never really kind of had any more buzz towards Michigan. Um, even after his visit, things like that, it would have made sense that he considered Michigan much more heavily, but it never seemed to be the case. Um, he planned on waiting a while too, to see where, how the programs were, uh, that he was still considering were doing, especially because Alabama and Michigan both had, uh, first time or first year coaches and their programs. So, um, I think he was, you know, waiting to see how the teams look before he made a decision, but then he visited Texas tech and decided to move his, uh, recruitment right up. So I think that kind of, uh, portended that he was going to be heading to Lubbock, which is kind of surprising, but at the same time, they just made it to the national championship game. So it's not too crazy. Um, Chris Beard's one of the best coaches in the game. So, uh, it makes sense that he wants to go there, but it's still disappointing that Michigan didn't at least get more of a chance to show him uh, what they were all about under Johan. Yeah, definitely a disappointment. And, you know, like I said, he's he's known him pretty much his entire life. Uh, in my opinion, this is a big letdown. If this is the case, again, we're recording this before this even happens. We don't know a single thing about it. But if Burnett does, in fact, choose Texas Tech or, you know, whether it's whether it's Texas Tech or Alabama or Oregon, Michigan not getting a commitment from him is it's a big letdown. But luckily for Juwan Howard and the Wolverines, they've got a few other options here at the guard position. And it, you know, it, and it's not like he's going after. It, it's not like it drops off from five star to you know three star or you know low end four star or what have you. They're going after the big fish here. And, you know, they've, they've been able to go after the big guys and, and get all these big guys interested. But these these guards, uh, they're still high-ranked guys, but you're not seeing as much of them, as much as these high-ranked centers or power forwards is what uh, Michigan has been able to recruit so far under Jawan Howard. The big big guy, of course, uh, at the guard position, ranking-wise, Joshua Christopher. He's from California, a five-star guy, number 11 overall on the composite. As of right now, every crystal ball prediction is in for UCLA. So this would be a big fish to land as well, but it seems like this is another commitment uh, that would not be in favor of Michigan if uh, the recruitment ended today, John. Yeah, Christopher is interesting. He's always been kind of on the periphery of uh, Michigan, but never really considered... um, them to be that big of a factor for him, but he did move up his official visit date from what is planned to be in March all the way up to the beginning of December. So I think that's interesting. It could mean that he wants to make a decision sooner rather than later. Um, I don't know if it'll be UCLA or not. He's a California guy, so it'll be tough to get him away from there. He has connections um, with Arizona State and Missouri. Um, it's like his brother plays or works for one of the schools. I can't remember right now, but there's some familial connection with both. Um, so those those ties are, are strong, too. So Michigan's kind of the one that's the odd man out trying to pitch him uh, towards Michigan without really an existing relationship there. So we'll see. Um, it's it's good that he's moving up his, his uh, official visit. Um, we'll see if he uh, if the, the two football guys, Green Ward and Stroud, are also Cali guys, so maybe they all uh, can join in together. But... Uh, we'll see. How oh, that would certainly be something because, yeah, on, on his profile, it's not updated yet, but it, it did have him visiting officially uh, Ann Arbor on March 7th. 
and then UCLA getting an official visit on January 24th. So maybe he wants to make a decision sooner rather than later. You would certainly like to see that, especially given the uh, early signing period is coming up here. But, but yeah, I mean, he, he would be a big addition to the class. He'd obviously be uh, the top-ranked guy at this point, just one spot ahead of Isaiah Todd, a power forward five-star that they uh, got a commitment from last month. But you definitely are looking for another guard to add to this class, I would imagine, with uh, Xavier Simpson leaving after this year. This is his senior season. They've got Zeb Jackson already committed, four-star shooting guard. He's been committed since 2018, so he's he's been along for all of the ups and downs of uh, the roller coaster, so to speak, of Michigan basketball over that time period. So, um, you know, what, John, what, what are the other uh, areas that they could go after? Um, you know, Jalen Terry may be another guy that they could extend an offer to. He was a Michigan State commitment for a little while there, but he decommitted. They'd be a little late in the game there, but that may be a, a, an area that they look to. But other than him, are, are there any other guys that you could imagine, uh, you know, Jawan getting involved with and possibly trying to get a commitment from? Yeah, there's not too many other guys. I know Terry's getting a bunch of crystal balls to Louisville right now, so it seems like they jumped on that. Um, that's kind of been one of the issues with Howard's recruiting is he's going all in for these big guys, but there's not too many guys below them. Um, people are bringing up Zaire Wade because of, uh, you know, Dwayne Wade's son. He just got a big bump in the rankings, actually. Um, he's just within the top 200 now, three-star guy. Um, Dwayne Wade obviously knows Howard from the playing days in Miami, um, was a big advocate when he got hired, you know, shouting him out on Twitter a bunch of times. So, think that could definitely be a possibility and uh Wade doesn't have that many other big offers to compete against so that could definitely be an option um but other than that I'm not really sure of any other uh guards that Michigan's really in on already like you said they already have Jackson in the class which is good having a top 75 player there but it would be nice to have um one or two more because they're they're kind of lacking in the wing right now yeah it's uh you know it's it, it it's not looking too good if they're not able to get one of these top guys, whether it be Burnett or Christopher, because after that, it, it really dips down. Um, you know, it, it, they would at this point, I would imagine that if they don't get one of those two guys, they'd probably just stick with what they got with Zeb Jackson, and then probably push for a couple guards in the 2021 class and just roll with what they've got. You've already got a five star in Isaiah Todd. It's looking pretty good for Hunter Dickinson right now to go to Michigan. So that would be another top prospect that you get in Ann Arbor. And obviously, uh, you're probably going to land a commitment from Jace Howard, Jawan's son. So that'll be another uh, scholarship spot in the 2020 class. So probably wouldn't have too much space anyways. But I would imagine that if they're not able to get either of those two guys, probably just go for some of the top guys in the 2021 class. They're already on their way with Christian Lander, the uh, five-star from Indiana. He grew up a Michigan fan, allegedly, and uh, he visited recently as well. So it, it, definitely off to a good start with him. And there would probably be a few other guys that they could go after at that point, um, You know, high-ranked guards-wise in the 2021 class. So. 
They definitely wouldn't be out of options per se for the, well, they would be for the 2020 class, but um, you know, if they're able to make up for it with some of these five-star guys in 2021, it, it may just, it, it may be okay for Michigan to just take one, uh, one guard, the one that they've had committed for the longest period of time. Yeah, definitely. I think it's good to keep perspective here. If he ends up missing on all the guards, but Lance Dickinson, that's three top 100 guys in the class, which I don't know the last time Michigan, if ever, has well, yeah. probably Fab Five era, but um, I'm not sure any time under Beeline they did that. So it's still, you know, it's not great to go after all these guys and get excited and then strike out at most of them, but still landing uh, three of them is a big deal and is definitely uh, raising the level of the talent. on. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a really good point, honestly, John, just to get all of these guys in so quickly with, with how Juwan has been able to do this, get guys on campus consistently and get them, you know, in, involved with the program, involved in, in all of this recruiting. Juwan's done a pretty good job being able to, to get the attention of these kids with, I mean, Michigan basketball had not been a slouch over the last five or six years under Beeline, but you know, when you go through a head coaching change, you would imagine that you would have to prove yourself first before landing all these top guys. But Juwan obviously hasn't had to do that. Um, uh, kind of like Penny Hardaway in Memphis, he just hit the ground running recruiting as well. Not a lot of these head coaches can do that when you go to a place like Michigan that, you know, it's a very successful program, but you just don't know what you're getting out of the head coach and the current players and what the team, what the offense and defense is going to look like and, you know, just how everything goes in general. But they've done pretty good being able to get these kids to potentially buy in. Obviously, Isaiah Todd, you've already got to buy in. And Hunter Dickinson, it's looking like it's more of a when, not if kind of thing for him. So definitely good to keep it in perspective, like you said, that you're able to get all these top guys in one class and then maybe look ahead to the 2021 class for a specific position. Uh, if they're not able to get Namari or Joshua Christopher uh, in Ann Arbor in the 2020 class. So definitely good to keep perspective. Like you said, um, John, did you have anything else before we uh, uh, put a bookend here to this pod? I, no, I honestly think, think we did too. And I appreciate you coming on John as always. And, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. John, where can they find you at on the Twitter sphere? And be at sure Simmons to follow Maze and Brew on Twitter at Maze and Brew. Like us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. Pretty much any social media, you can find us there. Just search Maze and Brew. Be sure to like and subscribe to all of our podcasts here. Search Maze and Brew Podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts, we will have them there. We'll be back with another show tomorrow on the Bays Brew SB Nation Podcast Network. But for now, we will be back next week with another episode of Future Brew. For John Simmons, I am Vaughn Lozon. Thank you very much for listening, and go Blue!